Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast with Nicolene Peck. Improving your life, uniting your family, changing the world. Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. I am Nicolene Peck and I'm joined here with my daughter Paige Peck. Hi Paige. Hello. So we are talking today about Mama's Humble Pie Cure. What in the world? <laughs> Who made up that, that title? I think uh, I did. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Definitely did. not me. You know, when you are, you see these old time movies and, and there's two boys and one of them does something to another boy and the one boy gets mad and he's like, you know what you need? You need a taste of humble pie. And he puts up his fist and he's ready to go in for a a punch. Yeah, exactly. So humble pie, right? It seems like being beaten down (laughs) by something else, but I would love for us to take a different view on humble pie today and what that could really mean in a really powerful sense in our lives because humility is one of the key components in a really happy successful life and I don't know if people usually realize that people that have humility don't feel like they have to be right all the time that's one thing it's true Yeah, in fact, we're going to talk about some of the effects that humility has on us and how we can recognize if we're really acting with humility or not, and how this humility can be adopted into our own lives a little bit easier. So that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we're all just going to eat a little pie. Love it. Eat some pie together. Um, I actually love pie. Huckleberry is probably right there at my top favorite, loving the huckleberry So that could be like our sidebar activity for family activity. Pick (laughs) huckleberries. No, if I actually said to my children, for a family activity, we're going to pick huckleberries. Even my husband goes, oh, joy. (laughs) They don't love picking huckleberries. Very tedious work, but oh, the pie. Oh, the pie. Hmm, I'm wondering if there's a symbol there. I'm wondering. A lot of work, but oh, it's worth it in the end. That could be. Anyway, um, let's do talk about our family activity, though. So for our family activity, I thought back to a time when we just decided we were going to be sculptors. I don't know if you remember this page, but oh, yeah. it was like we, we went to a ceramic shop and I bought a big hunk of clay. Do you remember a the ton of clay? A yeah. ton. Like I was like, "Ooh, do I just need one block? Maybe I need more." Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it goes so far, right? Yeah. The blocks of clay. Anyway, so I bought this this block of clay, and we were like, "Okay, we're gonna start sculpting things." Easier said than done, and but we decided to do it, and we made flat things and tall things, and someone attempted to make pieces to a chessboard. Those totally failed. They cracked. We learned how <laughs> to try to make, you know, to sculpt different things, and it was so much fun to work with our hands and to learn a new thing. So here's one of the things for family activities is that I always think to myself, what did I always want to learn? What do I still want to learn? And I don't feel like I have to be perfect at it or even 100% planned before I teach it to my children. Mm-hmm. I just think, let's go do it. Yeah. And we just all learn together and it's actually really, really fun. Yeah, totally fun. So we but got... That actually kind of leads into our thing though, because 
in order to do something for them, we got some people feel like they have to be perfect at it before they can do it with someone else. That's true. And that's actually a prideful thought, isn't it? Yeah. And so you have to be humble to be like, hey, you know what? There's going to be mistakes made, but it's going to be a blast. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, we might fire a whole bunch of them and they're going to crumble. But after about 50, we'll be good at this, you know? <laughs> anyway, I mean, I don't have a kiln at my house, but we went and we, you know, we made some that we thought were pretty good. We had them fired. We showed up to see what made it. And then we painted them and fired them again. And, and we still have a, a few beautiful, precious pieces that are in our house and some things that I made this beautiful little pot with a, a lid that has this flower lid on it so pretty and and it's not perfect because one of the flower petals broke in the firing process but anyway still I feel like there's even a symbol with that but I look at it and I think I learned pottery I learned how to do that mm -hmm. I'm so happy I did that so so take up a fun activity like that with your children those big hunks of clay they don't cost that much and they last forever. Forever. You can just keep them in a bag, put them in your basement or your garage or your cupboard, and pull them out at will when you just don't know what else to do. And you can roll out a bunch of snakes and make things, <laughs> and if you don't want to fire it, you can put it back. Yeah. Just slap it back onto the rock. And Call it good. Learn how to use slip, though, because you need to make some slips so that your stuff doesn't crack and fall apart. Anyway, so there's a little tip for you, but that's a fun family activity, and hopefully the thing that you got from that is think of something you have always wanted to learn how to do and just do it. So let's talk about pride. I think before we can talk about humility, Paige, we got to talk, talk about, about pride. Opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So what is, when you think of pride, what does that mean to you? I think the main word that comes to mind is selfishness. Because um, when people are prideful, all they're thinking about is themselves. Mm -hmm. And so that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing that I see. Okay. Well, and the thing is, is you know, selfishness or only thinking about yourself can actually masquerade as a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. So there are things that we put up with in our culture with other people in their in our relationships with them that actually are prideful things and we say, oh no, that's just normal. You know, but then when there's other stuff that's like, no, that is really prideful and selfish. So we label some things that are selfish as selfish, mm -hmm. but other ones we put them as, well, that's just human nature. That's just how we are. That's right. just, you know, and so we actually take some of these selfish things and we put them into categories. There's many times when I ask myself, Nicolene, should you really call everything selfish that truly is selfish? And, and I go back and forth in my head because I feel like I don't want to go around making people feel bad that's not the point the point is to take a step in the right direction <laughs> right. and that's what we want to do but sometimes we just have to be blatantly I think, honest I think, I think it's good to call it as you see it sometimes even if it hurts people's feelings yeah well sometimes you just have to bring it into the light right yeah. i mean you just can't if you're going to fix yourself and you're going to self-govern yourself, which is what everything we talk about on the teaching self-government podcast is through this lens of self-government mm -hmm. and us learning to master ourselves. If we're going to master ourselves, if we're going to conquer our weaknesses, we have to be blatantly honest sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we have to say, do I do that? And those moments yeah, hurt. See others' behaviors and say, do I do that? Yeah. Oh, that is a good point. It's always easier to see somebody else being selfish yeah. or somebody else having a problem. And then blaming them and getting angry at them. Yeah. Like, whatever. oh, they are so yeah. la 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 la. And but judging them. But it's a humble thing, isn't it? To look at yourself and say, do I do that? 
Yeah. Do I do that? That self-analyzation is very enlightening. It is. And that is a key part. You know, you can't learn self-government without taking a good, honest look without full honesty, which involves humility. Oh, so much. You actually can't learn self-government. So that's why we're focusing on humility, humility today, because we want people to, to recognize it's okay. It's safe. It's fine to notice something that needs to be fixed and start to take those directions. Even if we're an adult, we don't have to be perfect. It's okay. We're, we're, we're moving in a good forward direction and that's what we want to do. So selfish, that's a big word. It's really broad. Um, let's talk about some of the other things that that might look like. So if a person is selfish, like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, that could look like they feel like they have to be right all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry for you poor husbands out there where you have a wife who always has to be right. <laughs> or vice or versa. Or the other way around, yeah. Or vice versa. You know, um, we have... Anybody can fall into that trap. Absolutely mm -hmm. anybody. Children can do it to parents. Parents can do it to children. Friends can do it to each other. You know, one person starts talking about something and all of a sudden, oh yes, that is this, 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 this. And that they just absolutely know everything and they have to flaunt their brains, you know? And when you're smart, you really want someone to value you for who you are. And I I get that actually. <laughs> I do because you're like, okay, well, it's not really the time or place for that. But I sure could add something right now, like if yeah, if it really was the time. But being able to tell yourself no and hold it in—that's a powerful thing. Like, not yet. It's not the time. I'm gonna let somebody else shine right now, mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna boast because boasting is prideful. Oh gosh! But being able to hold it back—that actually. Like if people notice and they know who you are and they know how much you do know, but they see that you're holding back, especially in a situation like that, that gives you way more credit than you saying everything you know. Oh, for sure. In fact, wasn't it um, Benjamin Franklin? Love this quote from him. But he said, it's better to say nothing. Wait a second. Hold on. It's better to say nothing and be thought a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I love that because you know what? It doesn't matter how smart you are. You can come across as a fool if you're inconsiderate of other people, mm -hmm. if it's all about you, even if you are right about something, your timing could be totally wrong. Yeah. Your presentation could be totally wrong. And sometimes we get so wrapped up in who's right and who's wrong, who's got the, the right fact, the truth or whatever, that we don't even think about those other pieces the timing, the presentation, mm -hmm. valuing the other person along the way. We're only thinking about ourselves. So that's huge. You know, but speaking of only thinking of ourselves, so we said selfish, but when a person is prideful, sometimes they're prideful only thinking about others. Ooh. How others will look at you. <laughs> right? The opinions of others. The yes. opinions of others like, oh, well, what will they think? Well, what, what will they do? Well, what will they, you know, sometimes when you're, you're constantly worried about everybody else, mm -hmm. you're still being prideful. Which is an interesting concept. Yeah, because some people think, well, the, if it's not myself, then I have to turn to be for everybody else. In fact, but, but the way you're talking about it, they're trying to do something for themselves for others. 
type of thing. Yeah. Like, so it's still selfish. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I have to look. buy these clothes so I can fit in with these people. Or, oh, I have to listen to this kind of music, you know, in order to be caught up with these people. Or I have to go to these events, you know, so that other people see me as knowledgeable on this subject or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's the thing too, though, is that it can also be like this. Um, you know, all these people are, uh, you know, let's say you're in a time where there's no toilet paper or something. (laughs) (laughs) Or something. (laughs) There's no cheese. Okay. Or whatever. (laughs) So you could go, you could think, oh, you know what? I have a lot of toilet paper or I have a lot of cheese. I'm going to go and share. Uh, and I'm going to share. And that could be a humble thing to mm-hmm. go and share and to serve. But you could also be like, I'm going to go and share so that everybody knows I shared. And that I'm such an amazing person. Yes. Yes. So that allegiance to always, or even just, even just if you really truly did want to share just to make another person feel good, but you don't, but it's all about just like, I've got to please everybody else around me. That's still a self-preservation thing. Mm-hmm. And so there's still, so, there's still selfishness that can be wrapped in there. And so then now it's people crazy. are going, is there any way to actually be humble? Like, oh, yeah. what does that oh, mean? Yeah. So, so these are two allegiances that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's four different allegiances a person could have. You could have allegiance to goodness. Okay. Or some people might insert God, allegiance to God or goodness. Um, allegiance to self, which mm-hmm. we've been talking about allegiance to others, which yeah. means I'm just going to do everything for others, for the benefit of others. And I'm going to not think about myself at all, but you can even go too far on that. Right. Mm-hmm. So that it's still this prideful act that you're doing. And then allegiance to evil or wicked or bad or yeah, darkness, sense. you know, kind of a thing. So most people I know do not go to Allegiance for <laughs> Darkness. That's usually they stick to the other ones, but I got to say it is such a stumbling block. It is such a trap to get stuck in how I feel, what I want, mm-hmm, but you know that's mm-hmm. a trap. We all have to be so careful about it because when we're in that trap, we lose our effectiveness. Yeah. With communicating with others. Amen. If everything is about what I want and then if I'm always just like me 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 or look what I did, look what I did, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then if I said to you, hey, Paige, I, I really want to explain something to you, you're going to not probably be as open because you're going to think, yeah, another thing about her. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how I could undermine a legitimately good moment that I'm trying to have with you because of other things I do. Yeah. That can happen when a person gets too selfish. So watch your allegiance. Um, if you're always just watching out for yourself and your own comfort or your own, what you get out of something, yeah. you know, that's another thing. personal gain. Yeah. Because, because that can turn into like manipulation of others, trying to get others to do stuff so that you get gain on something. Right. Not worry about, you know, how they feel about it or their opinions or anything that can cause a lot of damage. You know, it can, uh, there's certain people that I've met over the years who we start putting something together. So maybe it's like a, an event or something that we're going to do for other people in the community or even just for our families or something. And I've met people who 
all of a sudden start strategizing in their mind Mm -hmm. how they can get the best of whatever it was. Like we're putting it together. And instead of just like, let's put this together and let's think of the whole group. They they can't not think about how they will get the best out of it and how they won't and how they will have to not be inconvenienced. They don't care if everybody the least amount of work on their part, on their part, on their part, which is really just called being controlling and lazy. Yeah, but but like they'll <laughs> engage in the planning for everybody else, but yeah. then there's this bit where they just they got their own side plan. Yeah, but it's not like they're you you know you meet them and you're like they're not a bad person, they're a wonderful person, but it's just like a habit to look out for themselves uh-huh, like uh-huh. that, right? Yeah, and people might say look out for yourself. That sounds like a good thing. Yeah, but you not have, if you're trying to put yourself above other people, or if you're just so worried about you getting your share. Yeah, because then it's not humble. No. Then it's just all about you. Yes. You, you know, love it. It's it's all kinds of things. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um so I say yeah, another thing is people take things personally. If you're yeah. prideful, um in fact we we both know someone, um, and they take a lot of things personally. Um and you know, she'll she'll say something and um then someone else will reply and then you know, she'll go oh, you know, but I put all this effort into this, you know, and I went here and here and now you guys can't do this or, you know, this, that, and the other. And she just, and then she starts, you know, getting all depressed and like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, what's going on? Well, because all of a sudden, if some She takes it as a personal attack. If, if for some reason, another person doesn't meet the expectation it's it's actually self-sabotage is Mm -hmm. what it is so when you set yourself up with an expectation i'm going to do this thing and this is how it's going to be received or this is how everything's going to happen make a plan for something well then you think this is what my return will be my return will be those expectations yeah the glory the whatever everyone will think it was awesome whatever Mm -hmm. it was and so when you start not getting the return that you wanted because things fell apart someone couldn't do with that or be there or whatever yeah then then all of a sudden and if you take it personal at that point if you can't adapt so I guess that's the thing not being able to adapt and having expectations of what somebody else should give you on the other side Mm -hmm. of anything that you ever do that's also prideful yeah well I think a lot like what comes with humility is you just want to be a blessing to other people and you don't expect anything in return per se Mm-hmm. And so you you know you want to be there to help them and to bless them, and do that because you know it's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's a different thing. It's um, it's a it's a place of heart heart placement difference. It, definitely, I love that because there's a caring there that is truly truly separated from self and selfish. Yeah, and so even if you know, say you've made them this amazing dinner and you take it over there and they spat in your face, you'd be like, well, you know, I did what I could to help out. But if a prideful like, person they're did having it, a bad day. Yeah, they'd be like, I just made this dinner for them. It took me two hours to put it together and they just spat in my face or they took it and they didn't even tell me thank you. And I'm never going to do anything nice for them ever again. Oh, so you're saying um, being critical and looking at the negative side of everything and not giving people the benefit of the doubt. Those are also prideful things. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. So let's list a couple of other prideful things. I think I already mentioned being boastful, bragging, mm-hmm. um, being arrogant, like, oh, I know so, I know so much. That's obviously prideful. I say another one is seeking attention. Like mm-hmm. we all know someone who has to be the spotlight or the center of attention for everything, whether it's in a positive or a negative way. 
Mm -hmm. That's a big one. And, and I'm glad you said negative way. Because sometimes when you're like, ah, oh, this just like, just like the dinner example you just gave, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. The person who's complaining about how someone Everything. treated you, they're actually seeking negative attention. Yeah. Or I have multiple friends who are like, thing. Ugh, like, you know, I just feel so depressed or, you know, I can't do any of this and so-and-so doesn't like me and all of this just, you know, coming to talk to me and I'm, you know, in the middle of something I'm like, okay good for you. Like, I don't have time for this, but I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> well, it's like you care, but yeah. you don't want to get you, sucked in. But you're like, yeah, okay, we can't go around controlling each other. I can't emotionally invest in this. Well, I can't allow you to control me, yeah. right? Because then there's a point where, so then what does a truly humble person do in that situation? I think they maintain caring though, because if you well, of all course. of a sudden don't maintain caring, if you all of a sudden are like, I am so bugged, then you're being prideful. Right. So you well, and also if you do that, then the other person might be like, Oh, they're bugged. Oh, they just don't care about me. Okay. Got so it. sometimes you have to take a little bit of the time, but you also, have to be, you also have to be direct and, and you have to be able to say in your heart, okay, I care about this person. I know they're struggling right now. This is how much time I can sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to have to move on. But you also decide I'm not going to be controlled by it. Right. So yeah. seeking attention, whether positive or negative is a is, is a really big, uh, a major thing that the pride looks like. Yeah. And then I think just, you know, a couple other ones that we, we noticed was, you know, someone who tears down, tears themselves down or tears down others, whether it be, you know, emotionally or, you know, this big form is gossip that happens a ton. Oh yeah. Um, and, you know, there, we all know someone who likes to just, that's all they talk about is other people and how they're doing things wrong and um, politics. I mean, don't even need to necessarily go into that, but that's a big one. And another one is just perfectionism. Someone who's a perfectionist, um, worried about things or out of control about things. I think that's a really, really big one. Yeah, totally. Um, a quick thing about tearing down self. I mean, te tearing down others is obvious, right? Yeah. But tearing down self, um, this one is interesting because it is actually a negative attention seeking mm -hmm. is what it is to tear down yourself. That. Yeah. But I think a lot of people think that if they tear themselves down, if they beat themselves, then they're humble. Because you know, like, no. oh, if I'm, if I'm, yourself. if I'm no good, if I'm terrible, if I'm dumb, if I'm not pretty, if I'm, then somehow I'm humble. And I think that's be, you know, they get the wrong understanding mm -hmm. of what humility really means. So it's important to say that all of these things that pride look like, a person feels like when they engage in any of these behaviors that they somehow can gain more power, whether it's more attention from right. other people or whether they feel more in control because they're gloating and arrogant mm -hmm. and whatever. Either way, they, they feel like they are powerful when they do these things. And that's why people develop a habit of doing these things. But I want to talk about what humility really is so that we can get an understanding. Yeah, in comparison to all of them. Yeah, so here's a definition of humility, and I'm going to explain why some people, what some people could misunderstand. So this definition comes from Webster's 1828 ah, Dictionary. Our favorite. Our favorite. We love that dictionary. So good. Um, and I wish we could talk about it even longer, but we're just going to go into it really quickly here. It says, in ethics, freedom from pride and arrogance humbleness of mind okay humbleness of mind when you have humility that means your mind your thoughts yeah your are actually being 
are actually being directed by your conscience, by wisdom, okay, as opposed to just knowing it all, okay? Um, and Because humbleness often means being directed. Yeah. Okay. So that's an important and being thing. being open to that direction. Yeah. Humble means somebody else is actually directing. Okay. Um, a here's the more of the definition, a modest estimate of one's own worth, Ooh. modest estimate, which means, you know, you have worth, but you're not throwing it out there. Right. And you also know you have faults, but you're not focusing on them. That's not your sole focus. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. So see, you, you see some people think that they, they have to tear themselves down to be humble, but no, they have to acknowledge their worth and then decide to take action to make them better. Right, exactly. Um, in theology, humility consists of lowliness of mind, a deep sense of one's own wor unworthiness in the sight of God. Okay, in the sight of God is the clarifying thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> Not in the sight of... Somebody else, friend. you know, yeah. you know... You don't have to always be like, oh, I'm so, oh, I'm so lowly. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and, and that's the part, because, you know, saying I'm so lowly, I'm so lowly, I'm so worth nothing. Guess what that also is? Prideful. Pride. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. It's like negative pride. It's really weird. Yeah, it is exactly. So, yeah, if you're adding in math, it's yeah. like going in the negative <laughs> scale, and you haven't hit zero, okay? You haven't hit zero. So now we're going the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. And maybe that's a good way to look at it. You've got a number line there, and there's zero, which is true humili humility, okay? And then there's all the positive numbers, which are pride, and then all the negative numbers, which are pride. <laughs> well, then you've got it on a scale where you've got well, yeah, I guess it's true. It's all pride. You, zero is humility. That's it. <laughs> Which means there's a narrow way, isn't it? Yeah. It's this, it's this little narrow, small, it's the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. It's the mm -hmm. sweet spot. Okay, so I didn't even finish the, the oh, definition. Okay, <laughs> so um, it says humility consists of low, uh, lowliness of mind. We already did that. Okay, going here, self-abasement. That one can be very misunderstood. Oh, yes. Penitence for sin. That's that is repentance. Yeah, repentance. That's acknowledging a leader or acknowledging what that there is a right and a good and a true and I might have done it wrong. Yeah, and right? then taking action to fix it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and submiss submission to the divine will. So of course this is in the theology section of this definition, but the point being that there's someone greater, right? There's a someone, greater something. There's a yeah. greater higher power mm -hmm. at play and. I, I really, anyone that tries to even suggest that at large, that uh, in society at large today, if somebody says there's not a higher power, like it just doesn't work. Right. Even when people say, I'm not going to do organized religion, guess what they do? They do cosmic humanism. They do some <laughs> sort of like new age spirituality. There's always a higher power. They just keep going toward, but that, okay, but mother nature, you know, or whatever. And so there's always some sort of higher power that, power that seems to hold the pieces together. Yeah. Okay. And so when you recognize that there is this order, this huge order to things, you just can't escape. Yeah. Um, and with the way people think and the way people are, then you can understand that there is order to follow. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's where the sweet spot spot comes yeah. for humility is for sure. What is that order that we follow. What is, what is true? What is right? What is good? I'm not going to have a religious lesson here with you. Okay. <laughs> because this, I really want this to be for people no matter. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's a yeah, concept this is that just is a, outside of religion anyway. It's just for anyone who's trying to be a good person. 
Absolutely. I like, I like that. Very good. Very well said. So now let's talk about the recipe. Okay. Mama's humble pie recipe. Oh, I'm so what, ready for what, humility. What is the recipe for humility for ourselves, but also for our children? Yeah. Well, I think, I think that one of the things we already touched on was you have to know your worth. And when it comes to your children, you have to help them figure out and understand and know their worth. Mm. You know what? They don't know their worth if you don't know your own worth. Nope. So if you're always tearing yourself down, then they're going to start thinking poorly of themselves and probably poorly of you as well. Yeah, it, it affects it. Mm -hmm. So you have to help them understand their worth. Don't, you know, over praise them or give them false praise, but, you know, tell them, say, hey, you know, this is what I see in you and this is what other people see in you. And it's a benefit in this way. And, and sharing with someone their potential. Yeah. Sharing with someone thing. the goodness that Second you see. That gives them a goal. Is different than inflating somebody, oh, yes. right? And and telling someone when they did something well and when you noticed a good effort mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That's totally different than, like you said, false praise and, and overinflating a person. So what is your worth? I recommend writing that down. Yeah. And just you, do a nice self-analyzation. And don't, don't write it say, down. Don't put dollars and cents. No. Tell me that. I'm worth a dollar fifty or whatever. Ooh, you know, that's really low. That's anyway. really low. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, but like don't don't do dollars and cents. But what are you because I think a lot of people, when they try to motivate themselves, they're like, I'm gonna earn this much because that's what I'm worth, right? That's yeah. oh, we're missing the mark. Okay, that's called the theology of prosperity. It's a whole other oh, religion. So yeah, is, yeah, yeah, you can translate that into well, what is my potential? What are some amazing things that I have accomplished? Um, not necessarily achievements, but like how have I grown spiritually? How have I grown or healed emotionally? How have I gotten closer to my family? Like, what are my family relationships like? What skills have I learned? Yeah, how have I improved? Yeah, see, those are the things that mm -hmm. really that really we can hit on. And where am I going? What do I still have to learn? Because what are my goals in life? Because you desiring to learn more and to grow more and to become more shows more worth. Yeah. Shows more potential that you have. So that's huge. Okay, so so recipe number one. Of, about well, ingredient number ingredient one. Number one. <laughs> yeah. Know so, your worth. Know your worth. Add 10 cups of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it in. Ten. I, should I add cups some teaspoons? No, no probably not. It's too hard to figure it all out. Yeah, the next ingredient um, is something that is awesome because it's, it's acts in wisdom. So the person will act in wisdom. And I mean, I think a big step is getting that wisdom in the first place, but then acting on it is huge when it comes to humility. Yeah. And so for our children, where are they going to find that wisdom? Where, what is their greatest source of truth? What should it be? Us. Yeah. We are their greatest source of truth. We're the ones that point what them should ours toward be? wisdom. The greater good. We need to look at the who higher is higher power. than us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who's higher than us. Exactly. Okay. And well, I, part of that, like for us to do that, we have to honor goodness. That's the third ingredient. Yeah. Honor goodness. Well, and you know, goodness, the word good actually means godlike from the Latin. So, so it really means it, it again goes back to that. Who is it that you follow? Mm -hmm. Who is it that you follow? I think if we try, so our society is trying to, to suggest time and time again, that there isn't any thing that we have to follow that we just follow ourselves, And if we only follow ourselves, if just you do you, all the time. <laughs> you do you. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever, you know, you be the real you, find the real you. 
if all that is that's resting on us, that's an allegiance to self. It's an incredible burden. Oh, but yeah. once I have found the real me, all of a sudden I'm like, I'm so good and you're so not. I have seen so many marriages fall apart because of that. So if we were to put you do you on the number line. <laughs> oh boy. This is a very bad one because it's so misleading. It's mm -hmm. so misleading mm -hmm. because it's one of those things that should you be in control of you? Should you conquer yourself yes, and you learn self-government? Self so it would be on the negative. We're going negative eight on you do you. Okay? Because, because it is, it's a truth that's skewed. Mm -hmm. It's totally off. Mm -hmm. And so then people feel like, I mean, I've seen these women and men all of a sudden turn on their spouses and their families and their faiths and their everything because all of a sudden they're like, now I'm enlightened. Now I'm better. Yeah. Now I'm, and you know what? That's all arrogance. Mm -hmm. It's all pride. And they're like, I found it for myself. Finally, I found it for myself. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, no, <laughs> good for you, but not like, I'm really glad you're searching. Cause that's exactly what we should do. Yeah. And, and so see, that's where it's so misleading mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. when you search, but here's the thing, anybody can come to any destination they want to. And, and that's how it goes. And we're not going to judge. But when you see somebody's family fall apart, that's the fruits, isn't it? Yeah. And then, you know, Ooh, we might've missed the mark yeah. because when everything <laughs> falls away, that was good. Mm -hmm. And now nothing's left, but the lonely you, and the problem. then we know the fruits of what happened were not good fruits. Right. 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 So that's, so that's important yeah. to remember. I think another one is you have to be willing to honor others value. So, you know, respect others. And I think I definitely learned that a lot when I was doing my uh, time of service for our church. Uh, because, you know, I was promoting one thing because I, I, um, felt it to be true. And, you know, all these, these people that I would talk to, they're like, well, what about this? Well, what about this? Well, I don't believe that. And I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, that's fine. You don't have to, you know, believe or, um, accept what I'm sharing or what I'm bringing to the table. That's fine. It totally is fine. Yeah. It's just, you know, this is what I believe. And, you know, I'm trying to share it with others. And if, you know, that's not something you're interested in. That's okay. Then that's fine. That's Let's totally talk about fine. chocolate and how good that is. <laughs> pretty much everyone's on board with that. <laughs> well, actually not everybody, but that's okay. I still love those people. <laughs> I still love those people. So you okay. have to have an open mind, but also still be true to your core values. Yeah. So you don't bend to please other no, people, but you but do you respect an and honor the fact that other people could think differently, could be at a different place than you, might not be ready for what you have to offer. Well, on the other end, like I've you know, been, I've learned some of the greatest lessons I've had because I've had an open mind, listens to other people who may, you know, have a better way of doing something or have a new piece of information that I've never considered before that I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, that actually is true. Yeah. And so. And you've actually had some situations in, in your life. You, you had, I remember an, a friend, an interaction that really this friend was not very positive during mm -hmm. the time that you knew this person and really was probably the hardest person you'd ever know in your life. Yet there are vital things you learned from them Oh yeah, that you, you became a different person in a good way because you looked at things correctly. Yeah. I say I became emotionally stronger with that person mm -hmm. um, because I experienced a lot of things. Uh, with that person mm -hmm. and 
I became a little bit more literate in worldviews. <laughs> you were like, oh, whoa, people think that. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> Thought my mom taught me everything, but she didn't. <laughs> but I also yeah, learned yeah. more about, you know, having a deeper love for people who do have differing opinions yeah. and being able to work with, because I had to work with her on a daily basis for many hours. Mm-hmm. And I had to, you know, be able to say, okay, how can we make this work when we don't have the same views in this way, but we're both here to share the same thing that we both believe is true. And I think that's where we really bonded is like, Hey, you know, we're here together doing this. And we both know, you know, we both believe that this is true and good. Let's connect on that. Mm-hmm. You focused on what you could find that was in common and you focused on her good parts. Yeah. Brought this to her attention. And so that was good. All right. So another recipe for mama's humble pie. dear. Oh, see, how many (laughs) recipes am I going to give? In one recipe. You're right. Thanks for keeping me on the, uh, the, the path here of what I'm supposed to be saying. I am the mama. It's my recipe and I'm blowing it. I'm blowing it. Okay. So another ingredient for mama's humble pie is you give your best. You give absolutely your very best. You don't hold back. And for most people, that's a given. Yeah. Some, although I don't know, because it's true. Nowadays, I think, it's I think that people feel a little more entitled sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm when you, lazy. when you feel entitled, like you should get and you stop giving your best. Yeah. You start like, uh, why do I have to do so much for my kids? You know, yeah. people say that to me. Oh, my children, they just, they take so much. This, this is, you know, why don't they ever blah, 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 blah. Well, because you if know. you don't give in the beginning, they're not going to give in the end. It is trained. It's true to give their best, but also they're usually missing something that could really help, which is why they come to teaching self-government because we give them a lot of skills and stuff like that, that they can yeah. use. So that, that, that requires self-analyzation, you know, correcting your own behavior, which is our next ingredient is being able to, you know, correct yourself, which requires that self-analyzation that we talk about every now and then. Yeah. Um, if you're in a constant, is. if you're in a constant state of, of self-improvement, mm-hmm. So, and that's basically what it means to be self-governing. If you're in a constant state of self-improvement, then you are going to welcome the moments when you can fix something about yeah. yourself. Yeah. That's actually a glorious day, mm-hmm. not the day where you go, oh man, yeah. I found out something else I didn't like about myself. Yeah, no, it was yeah. funny. Um, someone reached out to me a little bit ago, like, hey, you know, we heard that you were doing this. I just wanted to let you know that there could be a problem there and that maybe that might not be the best idea. You know, I don't know if this is welcome news to you. I just thought I'd let you know. I'm like, oh, please do. You know, I'm so ready. Please tell me if you're concerned about anything. You know, I'm super chill. I don't really judge. Just, in fact, I welcome this stuff. Please tell me. Yeah. You know? And you were probably like, wow, I'm glad someone was, was like thought enough of me yeah. that they would actually tell me something. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm the type of person I'm like, if my makeup is messed up, please tell me. <laughs> don't want raccoon eyes, <laughs> right. right? Don't want it. Or if my shirt's inside out, please tell me. <laughs> please tell me. It's one of those mornings. Okay, so another ingredient, uh-huh. that's the word we're using today for mama's humble pie, is they try new things. Mm-hmm. If you're humble, you're not afraid to try something new. And make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it's okay. I'm going to just try. And I don't, have be to be, I don't have to be perfect. See, that's the difference. When you're proud, proud, when you have pride, it's all about being perfect, making a show. Or being I'm good at everything. And like some people are like, they won't even try if they, if they can't be perfect immediately. Right. Which I, is not the purpose of life. 
and and some people just process like that by a little bit more by nature some people were raised to think that they have to always make a good show but honestly we have to be able to just step out of our comfort zones and and do something new and that's called being humble oddly yep. enough okay so let's look <laughs> at another one um a person who is humble focuses on their end goal versus taking glory in the minute. Mm -hmm. So it's not about what I did right now. It's about who I'm becoming. Yeah. And reaching for that end glory where you can glory in everything that you've, you've accomplished, but also at least for me, I'm going to be able to attribute it to my higher power. And I think that'll be the best thing for me. Yeah. Love that. When you can involve other people. Oh, it's so nice. I agree. Okay, let's go through a few more of these ingredients. They serve happily. Mm, a person a who's humble serves happily. Now, all these things are descriptions of a humble person, obviously, because we keep saying that person does this. <laughs> but these are also things that you can just decide to do. Yeah. You can say, you know what? Every day I've got this family and I get to serve them every day. How awesome is that? Yeah. Because guess what? They grow really fast, shedding a slight tear right now because <laughs> they do. They grow so fast. And you can say, I'm going to love this this is the golden years it'll be gone before i know it and mm -hmm. you can choose to be happy about it and love every minute you well, and when you perfect. have that mindset and that heart placement when you do serve you're it makes you happier anyway yeah it gives you more energy so much more fulfilling you know so many people worry about their energy levels and i think to myself well if you don't focus on negative and if you don't focus on not having energy then guess what you actually end up with more energy. energy. <laughs> it's, amazing. it's great. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's just a little tip, obviously, you know, depression's a real thing, all those other kinds of things, but being a pessimist is not biological. No, that's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice and you can choose to look at the good. Okay. So people who are humble, another ingredient here is you have purpose. Oh, that is a big one. Yeah. You have purpose. You know, what you're doing. Yeah. I would say we know someone who, you know, they graduated college, they're super smart and they're just like, you know what? I'm just going to spend my time playing video games. Literally years. Yeah. Playing video games. They're like, I'm going to, you know, save money and just play video games for a few years before I do anything forever. I'm like what? <laughs> it's just so sad. Cause like, even if they did really good at self-governing the safe money, they don't have a purpose. Where is it going? They're not going anywhere. <laughs> you just, you know, and I'm not saying a person can't ever play a video game. Yeah. Like usually having purpose requires focusing on the end goal, which is our, one of our last taking steps in a positive direction, putting yourself out there. Yeah. Do you know what? Your life's purpose never is about you. Nope. It's about the others around you. It's about what you gave to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Because if is. everyone focuses on that, then everyone gets taken care of. It's never about you. You, no one's purpose in life, no one's mission or ministry or whatever you want to about call it is ever going to just be about what they want or need or uh, that kind of thing. So if you are really focusing on what you want in the minute all the time, you're missing purpose. And yeah. that's a, it's mm -hmm. a key thing you can recognize there. All right. So another ingredient is if you are humble, you usually are calm and steady. You're it's calm. true. Cause if you have a purpose, like if you know where you want your family relationships to go, then you're not going to blow up in their face mm -hmm. because yeah. you're not trying to correct something in the moment. You feel like it's okay. We can learn. Yeah. It's like, all right. We've got, we've got this. We got this. We got time. We got words we can share. We've got talks we can have. We've got minutes we can fill. Yeah. When you've got that we vision. We are okay. Then yeah. nothing Calm is going. Calm is so much easier. Nothing is going to tear me down. So here's the thing. 
when a person has this recipe for humble pie, okay, <laughs> this is when they really have power. So do you remember when we said before that prideful people, they think they are powerful and that's why they're so arrogant and they're so, you well, know, if you think about it, like so many great leaders of the country, like, you know, George Washington, he had this power. Oh, he, he was, was a humble. powerful man, but he was also he was super humble, kind of quiet. You know, he was just like a regular Joe, but he was also our first president. And you think about it and it just blows your mind because you're like, this person, he, he didn't want to be the president. He didn't want the power, you know, that, no. but he had so much power, so much control that people wanted him to govern the country. I know. His character was that strong. His steadiness yeah. was just And he there. followed this recipe. And, you know, he knew who he followed. And mm -hmm. that was the thing. And that gave him power. It wasn't about him. Mm -hmm. It was never about him. It was about those soldiers, those people, this country, its future, its destiny, and to him, God, what God wanted. And so, you know, he knew who he followed. And that was huge. And it gave him power. So yeah. when we talk about following, I, I always think of the first of the four basic skills, which is following instructions. There are four, four basic skills that we teach. And these take care of all 99% of behavior problems. Mm -hmm. And parents need them too. Yeah. We all need these four basic skills. The first one is following instructions. The second one's accepting no answers, accepting consequences, and disagreeing appropriately. Yeah, and you can find all the steps for those on teachingselfgovernment.com. Uh, we yeah. don't have time to share those today. But. We do not, but if you could just go and learn those four basic skills, learn those skill sets, and see how you can apply them to your own life. Don't feel like you have to be perfect at them. Just be dedicated to just working know, on just them. Just find them. Just find them and read them and start sharing them with your children. We have children's books that teach those four basic skills, mm -hmm. which is a lot of fun to use to teach the children. But these four basic skills give you direction to follow. Yeah. And so then you, you, skills. Can, you, skills. you can say, okay, I am following my skills, which gives you then a direction, a purpose, a place where you're headed. So, ah, that is just so, uh, the teeniest thing that we can give you today. <laughs> but hopefully you go make yourself some humble pie, some mm -hmm. really good humble pie, not the kind where you're going to fist fight with somebody, but, <laughs> but the kind where it's like, you decide to take on your own pride. You take on your own self yeah. and you give yourself something in return called humble pie and it tastes super sweet. Well, it can be kind of sour at first, but. <laughs> oh, good. oh, that's true. That's true. The we... first few forkfuls might be a Ouch. little Ouch. sour. <laughs> but you know what? That's okay. It's okay to have an owie minute. You can't ever change and become better until you recognize the flaws first and have that owie minute. And that's what we're all about at Teaching Self-Government. Mm -hmm. And so go to teachingselfgovernment.com, find some more information there, read some articles, look through our store, some of the things that we have. You will find more about how to govern yourself. It is a journey. It is a lifetime pursuit. We're never done with it, but we can always learn more skills and more principles about self-governing. Today was all about humility, and I hope you can Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. For more information and resources to help unite your family, visit teachingselfgovernment.com.